Welcome to the Armchair Champions Podcast, your midweek sports fix and barroom banter with your hosts, Captain, Crackers, Sheriff, Unit and Viper. G'day champions and welcome to another episode of the Midweek Sports Fix. We are the Armchair Champions. Champions, geez, I tell you what, if you are a Penrith Panther fan, you will be still singing and probably still pissed right now. Absolutely tore the eels apart and a pretty good display too, but uh, if you're watching from home, apparently the ratings weren't too good. So uh, anyway, we'll dive into that. Plenty of topics to talk with the NRL Grand Final World Cup coming up and um, plenty of other topics too. The NBL started, the NBA's got a few pre-games going on. But champions, please do your homework. Please follow us on all social media apps. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on LinkedIn. And you can follow our website, www.armchairchampions.com.au. But you know what? Let's run straight into the panelists as uh, we've got one very excited lady here as, as her Penny Panthers have gone back to back. Welcome, crackers. How are you? Yeah, my grins from Eddie. <laughs> yes, we can tell. <laughs> yes, my cheeks are sore. So exciting. <laughs> so exciting. Um... Yeah, I think I wet my pants jumping up and down so much. Um, yeah. That's just a sign you're getting old. If you I, can't yeah, hold sh- your bladder in. Sh- 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 <laughs> yeah, no, it was just pure excitement. Like, I'm speechless. There's plenty to talk about with this game, too. Yes. We've got all the haters coming out. We've got the yes. sooks, and they weren't just Parramatta fans. We, you know, they've copped it from everywhere. But, yep. you know, I just thought it was a bloody good, bloody good effort the from the Panthers. The first half was just sensational. It was phenomenal. You couldn't really fault it. No, no, that was spot on. Yeah. But uh, let's get into the other panelist who's going to jump on. He missed last week. Welcome back, Viper. Uh, mate, you wish your chookies could do something like that? They Go did. back to back? Oh, that's right. They did. <laughs> <laughs> that was only a couple of years ago. I was waiting for you to chip in. Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, we've been there and done that. <laughs> Very good. All right, well, thanks to Chris Mivay Photography. Let's rip into the Jordan half moments. We might as well just get straight into it. Um, Jordan, for the week, any surprises coming your way? <laughs> Um, well, there's just so many to choose from, but I just... Well, there's 17 players in that team, yeah. <laughs> no, but like even just the, yeah, in sport in general. But um, I really want to give it to Dylan Edwards for winning the Clive Churchill medal. Yeah. That was um, sensational, wasn't it? It was. His um, Scotty Sattler reenactment was awesome. That was, yeah. that was probably when I wet my pants because I was just jumping up and down. It was and just about pinpoint accuracy. Wasn't yeah, it? screaming saying. like Sattler, Sattler. And everyone's yelling out going, he's a fullback, that's his job. That's Didn't see Latrell doing that last week, no. did we? No. no. And <laughs> and Gutho was missed no. a few. Well, yeah. As well. Um, but yeah, so the stats for Dylan in, anyway is like 291 run metres, 69 post-contact metres, nine tackle breaks, three line break assists, one try assist, and a Clive Churchill medal. Um, and two premiership medals. How about hello, that? Hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> two big rings. <laughs> yes. And more to come. That's two big it. shiny ones too. All right, Viper, what about you, mate? What's your Jordan for the week? Well, I'm going to go somewhere where I don't think anybody will expect but uh, the refs and the bunker. Yeah. Like it, it's they stayed a, out of it. It totally. was totally out of the game. It yep. was unbelievable. No it's one fabulous. spoke about it. Yeah. Yeah, there was hardly a penalty. There was n- nobody got sent off or sin bin. Um, yeah, the the was, uh, the six agains. There was only a couple yeah, of those. Yeah, it was very few, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. It was just a great, great game. And fast uh, flowing. It was a fast flowing game, and and yeah, like I. I I loved it. It was yeah. almost like the, an origin feel. You know how the origin flows like that yeah. and there's minimal calls and it's just fast paced. It was fast. It was yeah. great. 
and uh, even for a Roosters fan, it, it was absolutely awesome. And, you know, like I reckon that first 40 minutes, it was just incredible football. It was action-packed, wasn't I, it? I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. yeah and uh, uh, for Penrith to be mistake-free for 40 minutes, like not a penalty, not a six again, not a drop ball, not a missed pass, I think he could have put anybody in front of him and they'd have given him a, they'd have towed him up, yeah. Australia, Australia included. Yeah, no, no, I actually agree with that. I think if you had to put the team that played against Papua New Guinea on the last week yeah. up against the Panther squad, the yeah. Panther squad would have beaten them. I think so. Um, and they would probably give the Australian team a red hot go as well, actually, but yeah, yeah. yeah well, it's a good I think topic. It was a great display. Should what? do a, a friendly game on that and see what happens. Yeah. What about you, Captain? Uh, well, you got to give a shout-out to the, the ladies' team in the Newcastle Knights in yes. the NRLW, uh, Millie Ball and the girls, and our, our girl Kira Dib. Who'd yeah. they beat? Well, Parramatta. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you picked them. Oh, yeah, sorry. we actually thought, um, you know, it was going to be a, a better game. They definitely play better than the men. But mm-hmm. uh, it was the same sort of story. Like they went out foreign Parramatta, and then the, the girls from the Knights yeah. just came came back, took uh, care of business, and got the stranglehold. And yep, I don't know. know if the men's power team came out fighting. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I still think they're still came, coming out of a certain cave. Like they, well, they nowhere to be found. They, were, they weren't. Uh, they weren't on the same field, were they? Maybe, maybe they were still down at Peter Wynn's store because every time he went, turned the news on, he was freaking on it. Yeah, he was well, on the radio, he was on everything. Well, he's got a big loss happening because he would have printed a ton of shirts. <laughs> he would have <laughs> premiers. Oh, well. Yeah, it's only um, 37 years now until uh, a premiership. So Yeah, yeah. It's a long time between drinks. <laughs> it's a long time if you're a Parramatta fan. I'll also give a quick shout-out to Tommy Berry. Uh, he did a very good ride on the weekend on No Compromise. Um, whoever watched this race, he'd come from probably about 10th spot and just absolutely tore the field up with about 150 to go and came – look. Crossed the line, there was a, literally a nostril in it. Did we back it? I did. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> 70 in the uh, clinker for me, cha-ching. Yeah. And that's called betting responsibly because he rode responsibly. Yeah, that's good thinking. There was, there was no dog act there. Very good. Now let's get into the half moments. Uh, crackers, what's your half moment? Um, can I have two? Yeah, go for it. Have as um, many as you want. Well, the first one's just funny. Uh, I feel a little bit sad. But it's funny. I just think, um, yeah, Maker Sivo was going in for the try and fumbled and dropped oh, yes. the ball. Um, <laughs> you know, that competitiveness that uh, in me just burst out laughing. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of had to, you know, wind it back a bit and go, oh, well, that's not nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah. If it wasn't Micah, yeah. would you be laughing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I just feel for him. Um, right. If it was uh, Gutho, I would have been cracking up. Um, but I also wanted to um, – there's a video going out on TikTok, and I don't know if you guys have seen it because you're, you're not on TikTok, um, of when when they called Dylan Edwards' name out for the Clive Churchill medal, yep. not one of the, his teammates shook his hand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've got it saved on my phone. I'll show you. So they're all standing around with their bloody bright pink Telstra hats and, you know, just savouring the moment, but – Dylan was sort of standing at the front because he was kind of like the, the one of the last ones to walk through or whatever and he was standing at the front. And so when they called his name, he kind of like was surprised and like happy and then kind of looked around and was like, oh, do I go up or is someone going to jump on me? And they were all just talking amongst themselves oh, and he walked up. Bit of an ignore. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, what's with that? Yeah, yeah, should have jumped all over him, yeah. Yeah. Like if he boat. scores a try, they do. Yeah. He's just won the bloody medal. Best on ground. Yeah. So – 
yeah, if anyone's got some insight, um, yes. send us an email. Let us know. Maybe they thought it was Dylan Brown's name read out and probably wondered, what the fuck? Yeah, or maybe they all bet on, on Nathan, Nathan and they've just lost some do- <laughs> lost some dollars. I don't know. I'll tell you, just on that, I thought uh, Ty was a bit unlucky. I thought he was close to getting it as well. He if, played if, really well. All right, Viper, what about you, mate? He was hungover as fuck to you. Who got the half moment? Well, I reckon the NRL for those pink, <laughs> pink caps. Like, what the fuck was that about? You know, like they had, know. They had nothing to hand out. They stood out. And, and they gave them a handful of pink caps that meant Nothing to those little kids. Mm. Yeah, they probably yep. sat there and what have I got a pink hat for? Well, every other year, the NRL hands the uh, the winning team a, a, a winning cap. Yeah, you know that, that says you know, hey, grand final winner. And this year, I don't know whether they forgot or they didn't organise it or what it was, but it looked pretty fucking pretty ordinary. I, 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 oh. looked, I thought it was horrible. Yeah, perhaps Telstra have put that in their contract. Oh, maybe, but yeah, like yeah. Well, yeah, a pink, a pink cap. Like you can, you could see maybe it was pink for Penrith. Yeah, but uh, they had Telstra all over it. And uh, what kid wants a Telstra cap? You know, I want a, I want a cap that says Penrith back-to-back premiers. Mm. If, I'm, if I'm a kid from Cambridge Park. And it wouldn't have cost that much just to have both teams printed out just in case. Yeah, that's all right. Like, yeah. All you got to do is yeah. like 18, 19 caps. That's you it. just do 20. Yep. Someone out there would have done it. Right. And, and yeah, Telstra, absolutely. I'm sure, aren't, you know, skimp on money. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. They could have had one for Parramatta, one for Penrith. One for Whoever Penrith. won, bring the box out I think that's and hand they, them out. Every, do, every year I think they do something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they hand out a cap for the players because the players put a premiership winning cap on the kids' heads. Yeah. And the kids from Cambridge Park, like, they'd be going, well, what the fuck's this pink cap about? What about the kid that um, didn't give Appy his ring? Yeah, he went oh, to walk off. Oh, that was hilarious. He had to chase him for the ring. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. And then uh, even, like even Brandy was laughing. He yeah. was just, yeah. You know what would funny. be really funny if that little kid was a West Tiger supporter? After what Appy oh, said yeah. afterwards. <laughs> well, we got one now. <laughs> Walked off. Yep. Uh, what about you, Captain? I'm going to go on the same theme as you, mate. Um, the whole side of things of promoting the game, I think the NRL really missed the boat. Mm. Um, we mentioned it before about Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. We sort of said, you know, like Jimmy's, yeah, you know, he screams a lot, he shouts, he screams, he lets it all out, but he's, he's it didn't really grab me. Yeah, he's a crowd favourite because of the song. Yeah. Where we were watching it, you couldn't even hear really Jimmy that well besides him just screaming. Yeah. But the rest of the pub was singing because they knew the song. Yeah. But where he missed out was he didn't sing simply the best. Yeah, that's it. And he had his daughter there, so she could have chipped she, in for Tina Turner. She could have been Tina Turner, yeah. And, and they could have made a real spectacle of it. Oh, but that, that I think they good. missed it. That was the that was the, probably the chance they had to be good. Yeah. And they, they dropped the ball. Now, it's the third time he's done it from uh, my memory, and I think he said it as well. <laughs> third time he's been and done it. Can't we just say, all right, it's time to get someone else or get, a, oh, get something yeah. different? Yeah. Like at the basketball, the NBL, they had Tones and I sitting in the bloody grandstands just yeah. sitting there watching the basketball. Yeah. You could have got her out to punch a few ones out. Yeah. Dance Monkey, whatever it's called. What's that bloody song? Get something like that. She's a big Australian yeah. talent at the moment and well, uh, I don't know. I don't know why the why the NRL couldn't have tacked on the back of the AFL and and keep Robbie Williams in Australia for oh, a year. Probably will look for a crash. Yeah. You probably don't want to back up the same songs yeah. and, and the same person, but they, they sh- they've got to look overseas. Yeah. And the other thing with um, Valandis again, he got interviewed on the Today Show with Carl Stefanovic and they said, oh, give us a prediction. Who's going to win? And Philandy goes, oh, I just want it to be close. It's got to be a close game. I think it will go into overtime or golden point. He's like, oh, 
what is it these days? I don't even know what happens after yeah. full-time siren. Oh, wow. Oh, and like, yeah. come on, man, you're running the game. You yeah. don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't care. Remember when, uh, when Beattie was running the game and everyone right. tore into him because he didn't know where the Cronulla Sharks were? He called yeah. him something different? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he got cane for it. He did. This bloke don't even know what happens after full-time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's running the game. Go back to racing, mate. I think you missed the boat, eh? you've, yeah. you've done your job, that's fair, but I think we need someone in that really has football Some, at heart. Somebody that knows football. Yeah. All right, now thanks for standing in, Taylor. Let's talk some NRL. And i tell you what, there was plenty of real estate there for you, Viper, in that game. I'll tell you what, the Panthers just made uh, Parramatta camp down there in a long time, didn't they? Oh, they made them play the way they wanted them to. And they just, they were just unbelievably good. But I, I thought the possession percentage would have been bigger. Like, I think it was yeah. only 58 42 or something. At one stage, I think they only had 32% of the ball. Yeah. Um, in the first half, and then Penrith were all over him. And yeah. do you think maybe Crackers at the start, when we heard that Parramatta didn't go in the camp, they all drove to the game by themselves, they had the day off beforehand at home? Yep. Uh, whereas Penrith did the complete opposite. They trained out of the core stadium, they went in the camp, they turned up on time, on yep. the bus together, they yep. turned it into a real team yep. it was environment. A team affair, yeah. But I think that's why this is our third. Grand final in a row. That's what I'm saying. You, you know, reckon Parramatta missed the bus literally. Yeah, like, mm. like we're the ones it. doing the army camps in off season, and yeah, like that's our culture. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty good, isn't it, to say that's our culture? Yeah. You know, like that's a thing that's become expected. Yeah. And uh, and and it's just the norm now. Yeah. Well, you've just got to look at the club. Yeah. They won four grades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the, the juniors won, and it's, and New South Wales won the state cup, and also won the interstate cup. It's the first time mm-hmm. in over a hundred years. They're of, clean swept. Yeah. Never been done. Like that's bloody unreal. So you can tell whatever they're doing at grassroots too is working yeah. because it, it's flowing through. Mm-hmm. Well, SG ball and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, Jersey what, flag. Jersey what, flag. Yeah. What's it, what's the the competition going to look like for the next? say five years, when you know that Penrith have won all four grades, mm. yeah. they've won everything. We'll be in the top four for the next five years. They've got the pick of the juniors coming yeah. through. Yeah. Like, why would they go anywhere to buy a player? Well, it's a domino effect because if someone's out in the Telstra Premiership, they take the New South Wales Cup and then if someone else is out of there, they take the next one down. Mm. What's that? Jersey, Jersey flag. flag. And then the next one down in SG Ball comes up. Yeah. Like it's just a domino it's, effect. It's, it's just too good, yeah. I don't feel like any other club has that calibre of, of talent. We well, definitely don't. I think you also got to look at too with um, with that depth. You've got to expect, yeah, other clubs are going to come and pick your nursery. Yeah. Like they're going to come and pick and of choose, course, but yeah. you've got that much of it there. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's going to bother you because no. the good ones are looking at this club now going, this is the powerhouse club, I want to stay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really want to go somewhere else unless it's, fuck, big money. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I want to try and win a premiership with these boys. Yeah. I also think it depends on age. You know, you've got your, your 18, 19-year-olds that will hang around and wait for their spot for Penrith, but the ones that are around like 23, 24, they just want a spot and yeah. they just want to play first grade, so they will 100%. leave. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you no, know, yeah. there's, there's not going to, like, I feel sorry for, like, you know – Sean O'Sullivan and Kurt Falls because Nathan's not going anywhere. No. Nah. So you're only getting a run when he's uh, sick, injured or, mm. or suspended. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, and that was probably one of the reasons why Brennan Hands has gone to Parramatta because he was behind Appy and he was behind Mitch Kenny. Yeah, yeah. You know, There's so. Too many in front. Yeah, that's, that's the decision you have to make if you want to actually play. Well, you've only got a limited time, haven't you? And, and mm. you've got to get. First grade in that time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then it's all over. Yeah. 
So if if you've got to go somewhere else, then you've got to go somewhere else. That's it. Like Scott um, Sorensen, yeah. um, they said that, you know, two years ago he didn't even have an NRL contract. He, he was, was bricklaying. He was, yeah, and he was going to mm. go overseas. Yeah. And now he's won two premierships. Back yeah. to back, yeah. And scored yeah. a try yeah. on the weekend. Scored a yeah. try on the weekend. Like, yeah, a good game. That was fabulous. A, that was a great try. It was a great try. And our boy uh, Liam Martin, he, he led the tackle count, oh. 43 tackles or something. Oh, yeah. I was screaming for Liam, Liam to score. He nearly got there too. Oh, a few times. I'm like, yeah. go, Marto! I don't know yeah. if he's going to be there next year because he's off contract, but I'll tell you what. Oh, that'd no, be, be silly there. to not sign him, Well, surely. I think it's going to come down money. You know, there's going to be a money factor now because Nathan's on big bucks. Luai wants to stay there. Toto sort of said he'll, he'll test the open market. Liam Martin's probably saying the same. Apparently he's rejected the first offer. Mm. So there seems to be a pattern there. A few of them are looking at, okay, I do have a short time in the game. I yep. need to earn as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a state of origin player. I've won two premierships. Mm-hmm. He's in the Australian squad. Mm-hmm. He's probably ticked off most of the boxes there. So yeah. to him, what's the motivation now? More yeah. premierships, obviously, if yep. he can, but mm-hmm. if the price isn't right. Mm. does he? I'd tell you one place he won't go now, though. It's, it's fucking Bulldogs. Yeah, no, he won't. You screwed that up with Trent Barrett, didn't you? <laughs> um, but what is the salary cap these days? Oh, don't ask the rooster man over here. Yeah, well, <laughs> he that's, a, that's not a cap. That's a sombrero. What's the salary cap? <laughs> Can you eat that celery? I mean, <laughs> what are you talking about? Cottage cheese and that celery, you're right. <laughs> French onion dip. Yeah. I think a current year was 9.3 million. So they may be hoping for 10 million this year. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. there you go. So obviously some players are going to have to move on. And, and you mm. saw that with Kikau as well. He's gone. Mm. Um, and, and Appy's gone somewhere else too because, mm. you know, obviously the money wasn't there and, Appy's won three rings now, so mm. you know he's, he's done pretty well. You, you'd be content with that moving on. Oh, Two yeah. different clubs, he's won them at. Yeah, you got well, to be he's, content. He's getting close to the end of the road. He's got a couple of good years in him, but you know he's, he, you've got to look to the young fellas now. Yeah, well, Mitch Kenny would go straight in. So, well, he, he, Mitch had a good game too when yeah. he came on. Yeah, he, he was, started the game. He, he started the game, but but he stayed on when Appy came on. Yeah. And uh, he was he was actually made a few good breaks, but I think Ivan I definitely listened to this podcast last week because I said last week they kept going up the middle and they need to go down the left left edge, and then this week where did they go? Yeah. Oh, down on the, the left, left edge. edge. Oh wow, mm. funny that. Yeah, you got to give it off the grass stains too. He had a pretty good game. He did. A lot yeah. of people were sort of slamming him all year on the the pen of fans only page or whatever they want to call it. Yep, but. Um, you know, he, he didn't disappoint him. He he, no. he turned up, he scored a try. Yeah. You know, he, I thought he had a pretty good game. Mm, yeah, he did. He played well. Well, he's a good finisher. Yeah. You know, I, I think the only thing that I um, don't rate him for is because that's all he does. Misses you know, whereas, well, no, he just finishes. He can just finish. Like, he just doesn't have, like, you see Brian, he's in the middle all the time yeah. trying to get a run. He's, you know, up the back with uh, Dylan trying to catch the kicks. Like, Charlie doesn't interact. Like Toto does. Yeah. No, I get that. But have you seen his legs? Like um, Toto's got tree trunks for legs and I don't think he's scared of getting hit and tackled. Like he's a machine, that bloke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if you're playing NRL, you, you, you can't be scared. you got to that, yeah. No, I take your point. I think the, the days of the tall wingers are still around. That's what they're expected to do. Catch well, he, high bombs and finish. He yeah. did well up against Sevo. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, Sevo didn't score a try, so. No, that's it. And uh, I think that pretty much says it all. Now, there's a lot of questions going around, and once again, about Mitchell Moses, uh, about him going missing. Now, the Cowboys game, it all came out that, you know, he had a lot on his plate, which he did, yep. and he had a very quiet game. What's the excuse this time? 
or his newborn's keeping him awake. Or, Maybe, because know. these big games, there seems to be a bit of a pattern. He doesn't seem to turn up. Mm. He's not on his game. I mean, to me, if I'm a Parramatta fan, instead of taking all your anger and angst at the Panther fans and, and Panther players that are enjoying their moment right now, yeah. maybe start looking at your team and wondering, well, why aren't we firing? Mm. Dylan Brown had a quiet game. Yep, he, Moses had a quiet game. They, they don't seem do a lot. They don't seem to have like a chief energy officer. Do you know what I mean? Like, you mm. know, we've got. Well, Guffo normally tries to do that. He tries to fire him up. Mm. But he obviously doesn't work. Mm. And can you do that from fullback? Yep. That's mm. the other thing. You need to be right up in the guts of it. But even like in the sheds beforehand, you know, like I'm sure Luai's got his boombox pumping. Oh, he would. How, how do you not just, you know. We can't hear anything else, so you've got to get into it. Well, that's right. Like how do you <laughs> not just involved. vibe with everybody else? How do you not just feed off their energy? And perhaps Parramatta don't have that energy. Mm. And like you said, there's no, if they're all driving in their own cars, there's, there's not that camaraderie and, um, you know. Um, Going to the game, you want to be with your team. Come yeah. on, boys. Yeah, yeah like you've got to rev each other up. You, you know, you drive, bus, yeah. Yeah, you drive down the streets with your para fans on either side like, of the road. Like yeah. Are they in the car with their missus nagging them and their kids screaming in the back? Like I wouldn't be Shut hyped up, up either. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Hurry up, I'll be late. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it's strange. I thought it was odd. You know, you know what I find interesting is Brad Arthur. He's looking like uh, Brian Smith. Yeah, maybe. And he's got a record that looks a lot like Brian Smith. Get to know a GF but can't do the job. Can't get the job finished. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. he doesn't He doesn't really use his interchange very well. And look when um, Jacob, is it Jacob Arthur, Usa. gets on, within six minutes, scores a try. Yeah. But he's not on till what, the last ten? Five yeah. minutes, yeah, he got five so. minutes. I think he feels pressured too, though, in that instance, because his own fans have been booing him all bloody year. Yeah. And he's thinking, shit, if I put him on early, I'm going to look like I'm a dick and I'm favouring my son to yeah. get a good run on the GF. Yeah. But you're right, as soon as he came on, he's he scored a try. Yeah, yeah, he's onto his own. Right place, right time. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting uh, with, and it's not just Brad Arthur, obviously he hasn't been coaching for 20 years, but the last three grand finals that the Parramatta have been in, they have not scored in the first half. So at half time in 2001, it was 24 nil. In 2009, it was 10 nil. And 2022, it was 18 nil. Look at you, David mm. Middleton. Yeah. Stat girl. That's it. I love it. In 2001, they were red hot favourites. Yeah. Yeah. Heine had a good team that year. I was there that game. Yeah. Andrew Johns had different plans. Yeah, I was, I was down there with Sheriff. <laughs> I don't know why I had to go, but you know, anyway, I went to watch. Because he was crying at halftime oh, with excitement. He was. He was buying beers anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you went, free yeah. beer. That's, that's rare for Sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do you make about everything coming out now? Paul Kent's had another swing. Uh, I don't know why he has to. I think deep down he's a Parramatta fan. he likes fan. the sound of his own voice. He loves shitbagging Buddy Penrith too. Yeah. Now, a lot of the greats have come out afterwards as well saying, look, it's not that bad. It's tongue-in-cheek. It gives a bit of rivalry back to the game. That's what you do. Like, we are – it is the battle of the West and it has been like that for, you know, 50 years. Yeah. And can I just remind Parramatta fans something? When you guys were winning your grand finals in the 80s, what was the rivalry then? Exactly. It was you and the Bulldogs and mm. you used to shit stir the Bulldogs frequently yeah. and, and years after that yeah. there was a massive rivalry between the Bulldogs and the Eels. Mm. That was it and that's yeah. what made people go and watch the bloody game. Yeah. yeah. It's not because you got beaten in the grand final and they're going, oh, power of sucks. If that's the first time you've heard that, like seriously, mm. give it away. So go for all the soccer and take a dive like they do. Because I don't know, you just got to toughen up a bit. And that's what the sport needs. Next year, what's going to happen when they play each other? 
Packed house. Yeah. yeah. Packed house and everyone will be sitting there. There'll be there'll be jeers going around, you know, and, and vibes and you're gonna have little digs at players. It's, but even it's be even on. when they yeah. beat us in the second game and when we had twelve men, like we've heard about that for the last bloody ten weeks. Yeah. Mm. Like it's not a case of worse or winners. Like they are just as bad. Well, when when they beat you guys the first three times, including that trial, mm. they thought they were top dogs. Absolutely. So it all started back then. Yes. Yeah. But and then comes the semi final. They choked. Yeah, they got smashed. Yeah, that's right. They got schooled. Yeah, and and they were lucky to get to the grand final because of the Cowboys game. We all saw what happened, and the you know, yeah, Annesley come out saying, yeah, that was a forward pass. They limped into that game. Mm. So I think they played their grand final the week, week before, early. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I would have liked to see the Cowboys do it. I think they would have just produced a bit more. More attacking flair. They've got bigger forwards. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But you know, you know what's funny is uh, you, you've got uh, the, the Panthers have been locked in the academy yep. since, mm-hmm. uh, since they had the fan day. They've been locked up in there. I, I wouldn't mind betting that uh, the, the board's got their phones. And they've supplied them all the drink they want for uh, as long as they want, and they're going to keep supplying it for who knows how long. What could go wrong? Yes, somebody gets hurt. So what? I don't think they're really caring what Paul Kent's saying. Like you're acting like teenagers. Nah, yeah, like for Paul Kent or or anybody else to stick a microphone under somebody's nose that's been drinking for 24 hours and hasn't been to bed. (laughs) That's Brandy said. Yeah. What does he think's going to get? What do you expect with Fisher Harris? He had 30 beers and no sleep. Yeah. And he goes like, of course you're going to say stuff like that. We don't care. But what about in 2020 when the storm won and, and there was a footage of, uh, from random women that were in the hotel room and, you know, the storm players were snorting cocaine yeah. off the table? Allegedly cocaine with Munster. Oh, right. yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Was it chopped up Sudafed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could have been, yeah. Like, it might have been sugar. I was like that with Sean. Yeah. Sean Lane got done for doing a Halloween bloody photo and he was holding a bag of powder. You know, like they're all, they all got to understand that sort of stuff's not going to fly anymore. We're not stupid. Mm. You can say whatever you want, but unfortunately, everyone in the public thinks that's cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a good look. Mm. But um, yeah, you're right. I, I think the right thing was to get them out of the area, get them out of the public. All yeah. right. Meet the public there, fan day, and then see us later. We don't want to see every couple of days. Everything under control. That's. What it looks like. I didn't even hear or see what that racial slur was that Luai put no, on I didn't Instagram. See it. it was taken down pretty quick. Yeah. There's a non event. Yeah. I didn't even see what it was. So, I mean, I can't be offended. I don't know. Well, they just, just yeah. got nothing else on now till March. So, they're just going to have a dig at us. And it's just tall poppy syndrome. It Everybody's just jealous. Well, that's it. I mean, it happened with the storm all those years in a row. It happened with the roosters yep. when you guys were dominant. Yep. Everyone loved to hate the roosters. Oh, they did. Manly back in the day, everyone hated them when they were winning. Oh, it's right. just you, you hate the team that's dominating. Yeah. It's the Aussie way. It is, yeah. yeah. Shit can't like on top. It's like anything. If you get a promotion, everyone hates you. If you get a bloody Range Rover, everybody hates you. <laughs> Range Rover? Yeah, like. Is that the wheels these days? Well, I don't have one, one. One time it was a Jeep. Everyone wanted a bloody Jeep. Yeah, well, I'm a Roosters fan. And, and in I, a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your wife driving? Uh, oh, Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was just going to say, I, th- I think we've had our day, you know, like and, and the good times are gone. But we'll, we'll be around, you know, the top eight for a while. But, geez, what, what we saw of Penrith this weekend and this year – like they're going to be, they they got the potential to be premiers for who knows how long. All right, now the Australian team got mentioned. Um, there's another big dig there because two of the game's best players were left out. Um, 
Nico Hines didn't get a gig. He's on mm. standby, as is your man Dylan Edwards, Crackers. Oh, no, outrageous. I thought they could have given a spot to Dylan Edwards. You get the Clive Churchill. He's got the runs on the board. It's not like he fluked and just had a good game all of a sudden yeah. to win it. And the only reason you didn't consistent. The only reason you didn't get Dallium fullback of the year is because Tedesco will play till he's a hundred. Mm. And that's what they're saying. Tedesco's a captain. That's yeah. fine. But yeah. you can have him in the team, give him a few runs and rest Tedesco a game or put him out in the wing or yeah. like Dylan Edwards out in the wing. Yeah. Yep. Share it around. Well, you've got to have him in there. You give him a few games at least, yeah. And and I think you leave Latrell out. Like he's he's a half-game player. He sticks his head in the game when he feels like it and he but goes the, missing the, the rest. The problem is if you don't put him in, he plays a different sort of card and it's all feel sorry for him time. And oh, yeah. we don't like that. But I would have left out his teammate. I would have let, um, left out um, Graham. Yeah. Because honestly, I mean, he, he did have a good year, but when you've got your Clive mm. Churchill, yeah. not even getting in the squad, and you've got that many talented players that, that can play centre if needed, well, you just sort of say to Campbell, you say, mate, you've yeah. had a good year. Maybe next year you're going to get it. Yeah, you maybe another time, yeah. Next World Cup, you're still young, you've got plenty of time. But we've got to give the Clive Churchill medalist a bit of a run. Mm. Now, the same goes with Nico Hines. He won the, the Daily M. Yeah. But he can't even get a running can't, start. Can't get, a, can't get a run in the team. So what does that tell you about the Daily M? Like obviously, Cleary couldn't win it because he was suspended. Yeah. Well, he's by far the best in the game. Well, isn't the Daily M the 3 2 one points? Yes. Yeah, the and, best in the game. And aren't they given by the commentators? Yep. And, well, ex- and ex-Australian players and yeah, reps. and but, yeah. but isn't it just Mal Meninga picking the Australian team? Perhaps and selectors, yeah. No, Mal, there was Mal Meninga, uh, Darren Lockyer. There's a bit and, of a Queensland theme here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Laurie Daly. Yeah, Laurie was the other one. Yeah, yeah they, they were selecting the side. And the strange thing strange thing was the, uh, the, the captain and the vice-captains all came from New South Wales. Yeah. And yet Queensland dominated the state of origin. State of origin, yeah. yeah. Interesting. And, and you got two two Queensland selectors. Well, I'll put this on your chins. I reckon that DCE didn't get the captaincy because Mao realises, you know what? Clear. No one likes him. Well, besides that. He's got a long neck. <laughs> it's not long, it's fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big neck. But I reckon the, the, the thing there is I think um, – they all know Cleary's going to dominate. He's, yeah. And he's going to end up getting the gig. And if he's yeah. captain, well, yeah, you can't right. leave him out of the squad. No, you can't. Well, you can't have a vice captain who who's not playing because um, yeah, Nathan's he's a halfback. Yeah, he's kicking ass. Yeah. I, I understand he's the incumbent. Yeah. But you know what? It you was. can't be an incumbent for all your life. You know, you've got to, right. there's got to be a time where you tapped on the shoulder and said, son, you passed it. Well, he's Give someone else a go. 33, I think. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be his last World Cup. Yeah. Um, so it's been revealed that the grand final pitch invader was a former Raider player, Mark McClendon. Oh, McClendon, yeah. Was that him? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. What, what's, that, what's the guy there? Isn't he a Why coach? did he have clothes on? Yeah. <laughs> like he's now called an invader, not a streaker. That's well, not fun. Because everyone's saying, like, you can't call them streakers when they've got clothes on because yeah. every every bloke doing it or lady doing it now is fully clothed. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right, streakers are nude. Well, maybe the fine's higher because you've exposed yeah. yourself. Yeah, it's public indecent uh, exposure or something. Yeah, $5,000 fine. So maybe, you know, the, there's no fine. Did anyone come find out why? <laughs> He's probably pissed. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. <laughs> maybe he was just jealous he hasn't been yeah. in the grand final. I always wanted to be in a grand final. <laughs> wow. I didn't know it was him. Fair dinkum. Imagine all the players were turning around going, what the fuck's McClendon doing? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I think there might be a few brain scans coming on him shortly. <laughs> There's another issue with dementia, and uh, this week Ray Price has come out and said... Oh, has he? Yeah. He said, I've, uh, I'm suffering the same thing. I've, I've got it, and it's getting bad. Wow. Yeah. So well, he was a hard man in his time. He was a tough, tough man. So yeah. perhaps the NRL need to uh, instil some sort of... Um, medical testing, you know, so many years after they've retired or a, a specific age group, um, you know, you'd have to what talk to. What era they play from. And yeah, like you'd have to, I suppose, talk to, um, you know, neurosurgeons and stuff and w- whenever the onset seems to be happening hmm. um, and just like monitor these people. Yeah. I mean, they've changed the rules now. They've come out saying that tackling's gone, I think, until – under nines or oh, something like ridiculous. that. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, don't even get me started. And then the grand finals, you can't win a grand final until after 13s. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah. As if eight-year-olds aren't keeping score. What a joke. Well, they're not out there just to run around with their mates like a couple of journos said. They're, they're out there to win. Yeah, And they're that's out there right. to beat their mates. That's, that's what right. happens. Yeah. I know when we were playing basketball and, and, and footy and all that, we wanted to win. Yeah, we wanted the premiership. We we weren't out there just to put some socks and shorts on and run around. But we were also we were also in the age group where you didn't get a participation trophy. You only got a trophy if you won. Yeah, they can keep those trophies coming for all the kids that missed out. But you still want something to aim to, which is to win the grand final. Well, my friend. Well, so like in the Penrith district, I think this year they were league tag for a certain amount of weeks and then went into tackling. Uh, But in the group six comp or, well, it's group six slash Campbelltown now, they've merged. Um, A girlfriend's son played in under six this year and they did something similar, but then they had a tackling um, like exhibition or whatever where they get taught how to tackle correctly. And then they were all excited to play next year and play under sevens mm. and tackle because they've just learnt all these newfound um, skills. Techniques, yeah. And now they're calling it again and saying, no, the, even under sevens aren't tackling. They're so going to end up losing a lot of people to the absolutely, game. Absolutely. Like all I know with, you know, Penrith Junior League, all Nathan Maletna has done is try to encourage, you know, families and mothers and you know, get kids to be playing rugby league. And, you know, Penrith's the biggest district. I think we got like, we had 24, 24 teams, but I think the Lions are dropping out and we're getting a new club. Um, so I think, you know, it's still 24 or 25 teams, um, you know, and like even some areas has got like freaking 60 odd teams or 59 teams or something. So it is big out here. But I think when you're going to start doing this, the kids aren't going to want to play. I think they've got to be careful. They keep trying to do it. As league versus AFL, you got to watch the other sports now, like basketball is picking up again. You've got yeah. soccer that's getting big again, yeah. and and things like that. Yeah. You know, girls are getting right back into netball as well. And yeah. boys you know, are getting into netball. Boys are getting into it. Like boys are playing. <laughs> yeah, sheriff plays his mixed. He loves it. He loves it. My yeah. friend's nephew plays. Mm. Like, there's other sports now catching up. They they've got to stop looking at them versus AFL. Mm. It's the other sports going to do it, and and these sort of rules. Well, it's just going to make little Johnny go. Well, I can't win a premiership. Yeah, mm. oh, screw go, this. Let's go play AF- AFL. Like, yeah. like, like we go play basketball and I'll get one. Yeah. Like it's already six, sevens, and eights don't get finals. I think. I think it's just from nines onward. But if you're going to move that to 13. It's a big jump. Like you're already getting to a point and I know with my kids, like Pat kind of quit this year and he's 14. Um, and around the, the 14, 15, 16 mark is where most clubs will drop from like three teams to two or to one because 
kids of that age, you know, they find girls or they find a job or, you know, they find the Xbox and they're not interested. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to change the, the competitiveness and, you know, the competition um, and they're not going to keep score till they're 13, they're dropping out well before the 14, 15 year olds. Yeah. Like they're just going to be like, yeah, no, I don't want to. Don't want to do this. What's the point? Mm. Well, you look at the NBL, as I mentioned earlier, um, the Sydney Kings, they won their first game. You know, you look in the ground, uh, around the grandstand in the, in the crowd and that, it was full. You know, there was a, a pretty decent crowd there and a lot of them were kids. Mm. But this is what the catch is. 20 bucks for an adult or it's $40 for a family. Yeah, hello. It's affordable, you yeah. know, like how good is that? Yeah, but that also comes to the conversation again as well that we have every year. Why isn't the grand final in the afternoon? Well, and this is the thing I want to take aim at them as well about. I watched that grand final at a pub. Yep. Now, because of the time slot, as soon as that game was finished, was around 10-ish, mm-hmm. the pub was only open for another half an hour mm-hmm. and it was closing time because it was on a Sunday mm-hmm. and I think by law they're not allowed to open past a certain time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they turfed everyone out. Yep. So we went to the next nearest pub. Same thing. Shut. Mm. Yep. We went to another pub. Next, same thing. Shut. Yep. And what was the theme there? Oh, the only place you could go to was the Penrith RSL mm-hmm. or you could go down to try to get luck at the Paceway mm. or Penrith Panthers mm. that had shut the doors and mm. weren't letting anyone in from probably about 2 o'clock onwards. Yeah. yeah. So what's the point of going out to be able to celebrate? Your team winning and your town winning and getting vibrant. Getting the environment, cars are going up and down the street, beeping horns, and mm-hmm. yeah. you want to go have a drink with your mates and celebrate, but everything's fucking shut. Yeah. That just proves you need to take it back to a daytime grand final yeah. and give your time to celebrate with your mates afterwards. Yeah. I don't know why it's not just at three o'clock. You have your midday barbecue, yep. you're on the cans, you watch the game, and you're home by like seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. You put your kids in the bath, chuck them into bed. That's it. And everyone's had a really great weekend. It's a great day, and there's no worries about, oh, there's going to be punch ups and flare ups down at the yeah. place because everyone's out in the streets mm. at 10 30, pissed as a fart because well, you kicked them out. And too it's late. also not yeah. even that. If the game's not starting till eight o'clock, everyone's drinking from midday that's like 10 hours of booze yeah if the game's at three you've only got like three to five hours and then they'll calm down or if we win you know celebrate but (laughs) whatever do you know what i mean like it also takes away the risk of the um like any aggression or anything within you know well the pub were out there was a fight there and it was after the game yeah, because they've been drinking ne- since midday. And probably. there was only another fight after they got interjected yeah. and and or intercepted and both got it, you know, kicked out. Mm. But that was the thing because it was ten ten thirty at night just before closing time. Yeah, and there was nearly scuffles left, right, and centre because they're all getting oh shit, we got to go. And then some people say, mate, you got to leave. And then they're getting angry at the people telling them to leave. And it was just a messy environment. Mm. Mm. But the ratings were down. That's the other thing. They were all saying it was about the big buck, the corporate dollar. Yeah, I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter. A grand final is a grand final. Any TV station or channel is going to fight for that right to put the grand final on, and they're mm-hmm. going to pay big bucks. The AFL don't give a shit. They put it on in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they rate. Yeah. But also the quality of the game's got to help too. But generally, like I think years and years and years ago, they moved it because it was on the same weekend as the AFL. Now, it hasn't been on the same weekend of the AFL for, for a long a time. Long time. Yep. So move it back. And it's generally on our long weekend. So everyone's yep. got Monday off. Well, most people have Monday off. Um, it just makes sense to me. Um, you got AFL and then the following week you got the NRL, then the following week you got Bathurst. Yeah. yeah. So they make it three weekends of sport and mm. the big grand final sort of yeah. atmosphere. But this, this week was missing. I don't know. I didn't have that grand final feeling, probably because it was on too bloody late. The 
ratings may have been down too, and I mentioned this before the podcast, because it was two Western Sydney teams. You know, perhaps if it was the Cowboys versus Penrith, um, it, perhaps the ratings would have been up, but I don't just don't know if there I would have been many. I think it started off pretty good, mm. but as soon as Penrith went out to the lead, they did. Yep. Everyone was turning off. Well, I think for a Penrith fan, it was amazing. Yeah, but, but for anyone that was neutral or a Parramatta fan, it like was it. boring. And, and to be fair, that did happen with the AFL too. Mm. When Geelong got out and started belting them, um, they, they saw a massive decline in numbers. Mm. Yeah. So you've got to have a quality of a game there too, but what do you do? You can't tell a team to rig one. Hey, just, yeah, no. just take the pedal off for a little bit, will you? Make it exciting. Well, mm. one team's doing what they're out there to do and score points and the other team's letting everyone else down. Well, maybe they did and Penner said, all right, we'll do it in the 75th minute. We'll let them score two tries right at the end. All right, now thanks to National Locksmiths, it's time to lay your frizzies on the line. Um, there's not much sport around at the moment until the World Cup and the NRL kicks off. Uh, obviously, we've still got the NBL going and um, a few other sports, but we've got Bathurst 1000 on this weekend up at Mount Panorama. So let's do something different. Let's put a little bit of a frizzy on the line for who you think might win the uh, the Bathurst, Viper. How about you kick it off? Oh, well, it's pretty hard to go past Van Gisbergen and Tender, as long as their car holds up. Um, they're going to be uh, they're going to be charging pretty hard out in front, I think. I heard something about uh, during the week that Gizzy's let Tanda do the setup on the car and all that because he's gone on holiday or something. He's like, you know what, Tanda? Yeah, it's all right. You just finish it yeah. up, mate. That'd be right. Yeah, it's right. I'll drive. You do all the specs on it. I'll drive the wheels off it. That's it. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be a great race, you know. Like the uh, Frosty's Frosty's racing again. Um, I think Lowndes is back. Yep. Yeah, he's so. racing one, with one of the guys from the um, the second tier sort of racing that's leading the competition. Yeah, Declan yeah. Fraser. Yeah. yeah. It apparently he's the next big thing, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, That'd be good. Looking forward to it. I always love the top ten shootout. You know, yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's just awesome, you know. Like, And when they get the cameras in the front of the cars, you know, like looking down the track and you come over the top at, uh, at the mountain. Mm-hmm. And, and down through the S's, it's like, oh, wow. how, how good's that? You can see wheels off the ground. and You know what's even better? What? When they hit the fucking wall. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's supposed to be raining here for a week, so Ooh, yeah. there might be a few things hitting the wall. Slippery and wet. Look I out. love it when the kangaroo runs out on the on the course. That's <laughs> hilarious. Wildlife, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to stop that. Uh, what about you, Crackers? <laughs> Who do you reckon's got a chance? Oh, I don't know. I just miss um, Scafey. I haven't really watched it since Scafey left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I went to school with James Courtney, so I'll, I'll um, put my frizzy on him. Okay. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Give it a shot. Where do you like, Captain? All right. Um, Jamie Winkup being back. I like that. Yeah. Brock Feeney. Get him for top three. He'll be on the podium. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. If he doesn't win, because you know he's one competitive bastard, Winkup. Yep. If he doesn't win it, I reckon he'll get a spot on the podium. All right, champions, let's wrap it up for another week. Thank you again, Crackers, for coming in. Let's see how long that smile on your dial lasts. No doubt it will until March. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, going to be there for a while, I think. Yeah, maybe a few more years to come. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Wiper, once again for coming in as well, mates. And um, I'll tell you what, champions, as mentioned, please do your homework. Follow us on all the socials. Follow the website for any past episodes. Um, any reputable podcast um, platform normally has this podcast on it too. So enjoy, listen to a few of the oldies. And until next week, please keep your balls between the lines. Bye. Bye. Bye.